Do you remember the days when our phones didn't dominate our lives? The freedom we had? The extra time? The sense of peace? It's time to get that same freedom back again so we can show up more powerfully and be more focused on what's truly important. So stay tuned to learn how to go solo and smartphone free on the next Mindful Performances. Hello there and welcome to Mindful Performances. I'm your host, Teresa Rose. I'm here to energize, engage, and inspire you to show up bigger and better than ever before. You'll clear your mental chatter so you can focus on what's truly important, and you'll discover effective mindfulness strategies that will help you navigate the messy, challenging, and tiring aspects of life. But most importantly, as someone who won Most Enthusiastic Award in second grade and was named Most Valuable Cheerleader in junior high, I'm here to lift you up, support you, make you laugh. I want to be that sweet voice inside your head who tells you that every little thing is gonna be all right because it is so are you ready to show up connect and deliver let's do this you are listening to mindful performances with Teresa rose this podcast is part of the c-suite radio network turning the volume up on business for more information or to listen to more episodes visit TeresaRose.com. I want to start off by making a confession. This strategy is one that I am working on myself all the time. Depending on what's going on in my business or personal life, I have varying degrees of dependence on my electronic devices, most specifically my phone. Some days I'm really careful about having screen-free time, and other days it seems like I get lost in the glow. But the first step to developing better habits and making more mindful choices starts with awareness. So let's talk about what we all know but hate to talk about, our relationship with digital media. Today's strategy is called Solo and Smartphone Free from the media chapter of my book, Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. Here's an excerpt from the book. One way to free yourself from the clutches of the media monster is to create new habits that allow you to practice presence and mindfulness. Before you get all defensive or start to justify why your media usage isn't something to worry about, I invite you to consider when was the last time you did the following solitary activities device-free? Eat a meal. Stand in line. Sit in a waiting area. Airport bus station, doctor's office, office lobby, go to the bathroom, lie in bed, attend a function, networking, meeting, wedding. Did you automatically reach for your smartphone when given just a few minutes of quiet time to do nothing? If so, cut yourself some slack. Nearly everyone does it. Me too. However, that doesn't mean it needs to remain that way. It's just a habit, and habits can be broken by taking intentional, consistent action. Instead of being vague about your media use, try setting some small but specific goals that will set you up for success. Below are some helpful scenarios where you can become more aware of your thoughts, sensations, and surroundings instead of reaching for the smartphone. 
Upon waking, don't turn on your phone right away. If you need it for your alarm, use it only for that purpose. Lie there in silence for a few minutes before you embark upon your day. Let your transition from the sleep state to consciousness be a gentle one with positive visualizations instead of the latest noise floating around the World Wide Web. Go to the bathroom by yourself. Leave the phone on the bedside stand. Not only is it more hygienic, it is also allowing you to actually notice what is around you. Hmm, I never noticed how many tiles there are on the wall. Have those dust buffaloes in the corner always been there? A new towel would be perfect for that towel rack. Brush your teeth with purpose. Notice how the bristles feel against your teeth and gums. Feel the toothpaste foaming as you brush. Do you always brush with the same hand? Try switching it up and notice how that feels. Was it awkward? Did it make you feel slightly agitated? How does the water feel when it sloshes around your mouth? Paying attention to sensations allows you to strengthen your ability to focus, which bleeds into the rest of your day. Don't check out before you check out. When you are waiting in line at the grocery store, coffee shop, doctor's office, anywhere that has you standing in queue, resist the temptation to check email, send a text, read the news, or catch up on your social media feed. Simply stand and notice what is going on around you without judging it. How are people treating each other? Are they looking at each other in the eyes? What noises are going on around you? How would you characterize the comfort level of the environment? Does your body feel good standing there? Are you in need of some progressive muscle relaxation in order to release tension and stress? Start peppering your day with screen-free moments. A few mindful minutes here and there will add up, creating a greater sense of awareness of your surroundings, your physical body, and your emotional states. The more aware you become, the better you will be able to genuinely listen to those around you, whether it's your team members, your customers, your loved ones, or strangers you encounter during the course of your day. So that was an excerpt from the solo and smartphone-free strategy from my book, Mindful Performance. So let's talk about this. When we look around, everyone is on their phones. Everyone. You'll also start noticing how pervasive the device addiction is in our culture. And this is not a millennial issue anymore. I am so sick and tired of people complaining about millennials and their connection to technology when people of all ages are doing this. This is not a millennial issue. It's everybody. Families are out to dinner and they're on their phones. Couples are going for a walk around the lake. They're on their phones. Everybody, absolutely everybody in an airport, coffee shop, or waiting room, they're on their phones. Yet, we complain that we don't have any time. But we're spending all of it, all of the extra time, with our heads in our phones. We can't control what is going around us, but we can control the amount of restorative time that we consciously create by putting down the phone. Let's... Let's use them mindfully. Let's have them be our servant instead of our master. It is time for us to 
get into greater alignment and relationship with this key device in our lives. We don't want to be plugged into the matrix 24-7. Now, how does this become important at work? Well, I invite you to start doing some different things at work with your phone. Uh, You know, leave your phone off during the meetings. Just don't even bring it in or put it in your Uh, you know, your briefcase or your laptop bag or your purse, just put it away. What's going to happen is people around you are going to start to notice. They are going to start to make assumptions about you, that you are more alert than everyone else. You are more focused than everyone else. You're more positive. And you are more likely to get some seriously solid intel because you're going to be listening instead of burying your head in the screen. I promise you, people are going to start to notice. So let's do some honest reflection of what our relationships are. Which one of the examples that I gave earlier feels most familiar to you? Is it the first dawn and the last call phone time? Are you a bathroom surfer? How about lines at the store? Maybe the networking or meeting downtime? This is the time to be honest, but don't be judgmental. Name one of those situations that you want to bring to the forefront. Set a recurring alarm on your phone. Yes, I understand the irony. Set a recurring alarm on your phone that says, put your phone away when that event happens. Or put your phone in the other room to charge it up at night. Maybe you have a tray to put your phone in the bathroom. Get creative about bringing your awareness to this critical time. Now I'm going to tell you, at first it's going to feel weird. You are going to feel isolated, naked, alone, bored, maybe even a little anxious. That is just your mind getting used to feeling what it feels like in silence. Don't worry. Soon you will find that you will be able to carve out more and more smartphone-free minutes in the day, which will turn into greater sense of peace, calm, and focus. I promise. So I invite you today to find a few minutes to put that phone down after you're done listening to me, of course, and subscribing. Because I promise you, when you do that and you look up becoming present in your environment, your real environment instead of the digital one, it will be worth it. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. And now let's go into the coach corner. This is the place where I take questions from listeners and dispense some nuggets of awesome, pearls of wisdom, advice that you can take or leave, but just giving you my perspective on how to handle some of those touchy situations that we experience in life. So in addition to being a keynote speaker and a mindful performance consultant, coach, trainer, uh, I am also a comedian. I do stand-up comedy and I also do improv. Uh, One of the next questions that I got was actually from a fellow performer, uh, but it also is relevant to each and every one of us because I know that we have people in our 
our lives uh, that is going to uh, that are going to trigger us the way this particular person was triggered by another comedian. So let's just dive right into it. This was the message I received. A friend whom I really only know through comedy, we haven't hung out outside of shows, but really get along well, recently moved to a larger city. She found out that I'll be in her new city in a few weeks and wanted to get together. I told her my weekend is pretty packed, but she was certainly invited to come to the improv show to watch me and watch my friends. She explained that she's super broke because she just moved, and I offered to buy her a ticket to the show. $14. I got you, girl. She then, and this is where I need your help, Teresa, she said she was so broke she didn't have a way to get to the show. So now she's passive-aggressively wanting me to also pay for her transportation to said show. I feel like offering to buy the ticket was a nice gesture, and that's where it should have ended. Am I mean? I wanted to say, if you can find a way to the show, I'll get your ticket and end it. Next thing you know, I'll have to buy her food and drinks. How should I have handled it? I'm still mad about it. Well, the first thing that I want to offer up is that you cannot control other people's crazy. Uh, You can't control their ways of communicating, their their bank accounts, their ability to uh, make commitments and fall through. It's just, it's, it's not your responsibility. So that's the first thing is to just recognize when someone does something rude, obnoxious, inconsiderate, which I would say that these were, uh, I just sit back and I realize that's your expression of crazy. (laughs) And I have my own expression, but I am not going to plug into it. The second thing I would recommend is to really remind yourself that boundaries are really, really good things. You were generous to offer buying her the ticket. And if she isn't in a place to accept and and it is, you know, pushing beyond what's comfortable for you, just tell her. Now, the key is to tell her in a way that doesn't come from judgment, that comes from objectivity. It comes from observation. It comes from authenticity and transparency. So I like to start those kinds of conversations with being enthusiastic, of course, because again, most enthusiastic awards, second grade. So started out with really sharing with her, you know, you really want to see her and not but you are super duper hoping she can find a way to get there. (laughs) And you know what, she can be hungry and thirsty at the show, you're not her mother, she can put a granola bar in her purse. So recognize your boundaries are, I really would love to see you there. I'd love to get you a ticket if you think you can use it and you can get to the show. If she can't, just express your, you know, your sadness about it, your disappointment about it, but that you're excited and hopeful that sometime soon you'll be able to connect again. And The third thing that really tends to shift for me when things like that happen, negative things like that happen, and I feel like I'm being, quote, taken advantage of, I like to see what I can do to do something nice for someone else. Bring another friend to your next show. Offer it up to someone who you know is going to love it and appreciate it. Maybe even they will share it on social media and you'll make a new friend. So turn her lemon-like attitude into lemonade for you. And that always comes from a place of genuine honesty and openness and sharing, compassion, 
generosity. So I wish you well, my comedian friend. And if you have any questions or issues that you're working on in really any area of your life, uh, your work, your professional life, your relationships with your colleagues or your customers or your loved ones, uh, your neighbors, uh, your health, your sleep, your movement, your new emerging mindfulness practice, anything at all, please feel free to drop me a line at mindfulperformances at gmail.com or you can send me a tweet, tweet, tweet at Teresa Rose. I appreciate it and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Coach Corner. You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. And now, here's your meditation minute. and It is inspired by how we can deal with those difficult people in our lives, because we all have them. So I want you to imagine right now one person with whom you have a challenge. Imagine them in your mind's eye right now. And they're right in front of you. All right, with every single breath, we are going to breathe in and breathe out forgiveness. Say to yourself, I forgive you. Breathe in compassion. You are compassionate for this person and the journey that they are on. Because just like you, they struggle with challenges. And your compassion is the key to your freedom. And breathe in calm, calming, relaxing energy. Just allow the state of calmness to permeate you. And find the places in your body where you might still be holding on to negative emotion about this person. When you think of them and you feel agitation, where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your stomach? your heart, your neck, your hands, wherever. Just find a place where you are holding on to that negative emotion and flood that area with your breath, your calming, forgiving, compassionate breath. Imagine that it is power washing all of that negativity away. You don't need to hold on to this anymore. It isn't serving you. And it has no positive impact Breathe in that compassion, forgiveness, and calm. Breathe out any remaining resentment 
or anger or stress. Your mind is quiet. Your body is calm and relaxed. And your heart is full of compassion for that person and every other person you come into contact with today. I hope you enjoyed your meditation minute. And let's finish it up with laugh it off, shall we? So have you ever heard a person talking on their phone in a public bathroom? Isn't that just the grossest, most obnoxious behavior? It's like, I'm sorry, is my need to relieve myself getting in the way of your mind-numbingly boring conversation? Is it just me, or do you purposely revel when um, ambient sounds are made in the vicinity? This has to be the same kind of person who blatantly disregards the express lane rules, boards the plane before their zone, and rocks back and forth in that squeaky chair. You just don't need that kind of negativity in your life, my friend. But if she asks you to hand her some toilet paper, do it. Because you never know when you'll need it. Karma works, people. Thank you for tuning in to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on C-Suite Radio. I hope you got inspired to reduce your screen time by going solo and smartphone-free at least a few extra minutes of your day. If you're interested in having me come to speak with your team on Mindful Performance, visit me at TeresaRose.com. I'd also love to keep inspiring you to make better, more mindful choices through my social media posts. Find me on all the usual places, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I look forward to staying connected with you. Until then, like me, I hope that you make it an amazing day. Bye-bye. If you liked what you've just heard, then go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Visit TeresaRose.com to listen to more episodes of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.